welcome back to the Never Made Varsity Podcast. My name is Dave Rivera. You can find me on Twitter at D underscore River underscore O. Hi there. I'm seeking gainful employment. You can find me on social media at Heartbreak Two Underscores Kid. Hey y'all. I'm Aaron. I'm bored. Um, and you can find me on Twitter at Aaron P. Friedman. My name is Colby. And you, I don't know. I have no idea what that was. I was like, where is Zero. this going? Uh, that's a great question. Uh, well, you can find me on Twitter at Colby Complains, all one word. Liddy. Y'all, yeah. I feel like it's been a while. It's yeah, been forever. It's been, it doesn't feel like it's been that long, but it's been, what, two weeks? Basically yeah. Two weeks, yeah. But, um, yeah, we're three fourths graduated. <laughs> Yay. Minus the one. Minus the one, Aaron. Shouldn't we be seven eighths graduated? Because I'm halfway to graduating. I was thinking of graduation as a discrete number, not as a spectrum. Yeah. Uh, I mean, okay. It depends on the mathematical model you're looking at. I choose discrete numbers. (laughs) I teach music. I teach music. Hey. Oh right. my goodness. Let's all get right. all the way up in this. You're ready? We back? Born ready. Aaron's ready for this. I'm ready. Now gambling oh, wait. is legal. I mean, I'm just as ready as the rest of y'all because I don't have a gambling problem. That is incorrect, but gambling is now legal in these, or it's not illegal federally in these United States of America. The, the only active is- bets that I have. Outside of fantasy baseball, are ten dollars split into two five dollar bets on the Cavs. So I do not have a gambling problem. What are those bets? They're still both illegal. The I made a five dollar bet with Molly Loman at the beginning of the school year on whether or not LeBron would stay, and I made a five dollar bet with Evan Dunn at the beginning of the playoffs on whether or not the Cavs would make the finals. And I'm feeling good about both of them. You really, you feel good about both of them. Yes, but I'm getting a bit ahead of myself. We're not at basketball yet. Okay, all right. I was gonna say that the all I was gonna say was that the government is enabling Aaron Friedman, but <laughs> I would say that they're just not disabling Aaron Friedman or any of the rest of y'all. But mostly Aaron. Most, Friedman. Mostly Aaron. Friedman. Yeah, they mentioned me in the majority decision. AKA AKA Shave Mario. Um, but yeah, Nevada's the only, the only state that has legalized it. Uh, New Jersey and Delaware are close. This, to the surprise of no one, the city with, the the state with Las Vegas in it legalized it first. (laughs) And, um, what is it? Ocean City's next. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, this could actually, I feel like. If the leagues can find a way to get revenue from this, this is a this could be a huge, huge turning point in revenue for these leagues. Yeah, oh, I definitely think so that's why they did that. Adam Silver was talking very much about like this whole idea of using that revenue. I mean, and giving it hopefully back to the players because, like I said, it's betting on their talent and their and their gameplay. I mean, yeah. I mean, did you see that Washington Post article, or was it Washington Post or Washington? One of the Washington newspapers or whatever posted an article that was like, uh, 
like the government pat like legalized gambling now sports are ruined and i was just like oh come on like <laughs> really where have you been the past however many years where people were already betting on sports that's what i'm saying all this does is bring it out of the shadows and it's like oh hey now you could like you know actively yeah tax it make money off of it i think give it to the teachers give it to david (laughs) yeah let's go (laughs) no i think somebody was like oh uh nfl stadiums are just gonna turn into casinos now i'm just like so (laughs) yeah uh, is that a bad thing (laughs) and (laughs) yeah i mean as someone who's looking to sell tickets to different sport organizations, like anything to get people in the stadium, that's a good thing yeah. for, for us at least. And then it, it adds to the in-stadium experience. Like you might bring a friend who may not be into either of the teams, but they're going because you're going. And then you have a kiosk at the game where you can bet on somebody. And then all of a sudden they are more invested in this thing that they really were just going to out of friend obligation. If there is the a best revenue at the is game, more revenue. If there's a betting window at the game, even though I'm not a gambler, that could be dangerous. For me, at least. Because yeah, be careful there. You could also set bets like by quarter or by half. Well, because like I know like at Indians games and Cavs games, they do 50-50 raffles. And like sometimes if I have like some spare chain like it's like a dollar a ticket, and if I have like a few singles in my pocket and I'm feeling nice, I'll, I'll participate. <laughs> if, if you're feeling how? Nice. Like it's generous, like donating that. to the 50 50. <laughs> like, uh, you know, but like so, but now if I could donate that, er, not donate, if I could bet that to something that I feel confident about the outcome for, I don't know. Maybe I will become a better. Does anyone know why uh, betting on, like, jockeys in, uh, like, uh, horse racing was... I'm assuming that's legal, right? Give me a second. Because it's open... Like, people do it so I mean, it has to be. I mean, they have such significant purses that they can win from those events. They have to be. Yeah, I mean, like, it's a huge... Like, a huge part of any, like, horse racing event is that, oh, people are going to bet. Like, people are betting money on, on these horses. And so it's like, well, I was wondering why that was legal, but sports betting itself is illegal. Like, I, I could very much see this whole thing contributing just more to the, like, a game day experience. And, like, you could turn it into a, a whole interactive thing with people, like, putting bets up, like, on the Jumbotron of stadiums and, like, people placing bets and stuff. I could very much see that becoming a thing at some point. So, according to innovationtrail.org, I'm reading the same article. Yeah, when you're betting on horses, you're betting on the horses, which is different from betting on athletes. That's what I thought the reasoning would be, but I didn't know if that was accurate. So, it's a loophole. You're still not allowed to bet online, though, but at the venues, you are allowed to bet on the horses. Interesting. But not on the jockeys. How do you think this will affect... Uh, college sports. I'm interested. I like. I, I could see how it's going to affect professional sports. How do you think this is going to affect college sports? Well, if I, mean, I remember NCAA correctly, the NCAA came out against it already. No, I thought they came out. For they it. came out. Yeah, for they were it. for it. Oh, they did. Oh, they did. Yeah, they yeah. were for it. Oh. 
in a shocking turn of events, the NCAA is um, excited about money. <laughs> but not the athletes making money, them making money. <laughs> so, yeah, it's the interesting thing is it's not going to affect like things like boosters and things like that, but if you say, hey, kids, I'm going to give you $100,000 $100, if you blow this game, I feel like that might have a an impact on the on the game. Yep. So that's the that's the potential danger of, of betting and stuff on uh, college sports specifically because these kids you know these people aren't making any money but you know people want to come bet on amateurs obviously that's why they're coming they're betting on amateur athletes right? <laughs> or, sorry. Like, I feel like if someone's betting if th- someone's able to pay off an athlete for a hundred grand to throw a game say. They're probably already betting on those games because you can already bet on college sports in Vegas and you can bet online from China. So, like, this is just making well, it more accessible to the regular well, people. Well, I was about to say, this is, get, this is all just going to make it more accessible to people, like, already. But, so, I don't think that that's going to... I don't think that it's going to be any more likely that athletes will get paid off because the people who have the money to pay off athletes probably already would have been doing it or already are doing it. That's fair. Yep, that's a fair point. One of the few that Aaron makes during these podcasts. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> you. I think, oh, oh, did Aaron poop out? Aaron, oh, no, Aaron. he's back. Oh, you there? Uh, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, okay, you kind of, you, you lagged out for a second. Yeah, you gotta I love technology. Just oh yeah, <laughs> what a wonderful creation. But I think like you can also like put a kiosk in like a sports bar or something like that. But, like put it in the B dubs. Oh my god, if they had a sports betting kiosk in the B dubs, I would be over. No, that's that's <laughs> what I was getting at earlier. Like I really think this is gonna it could potentially change a game day experience, even like at specific games or just watching them from different places because. Like you're saying, talk getting it. Like all these businesses, because even start like making revenue off of it by incorporating it into their business models. Yeah, I mean, because like, then, no, go, go ahead, oh, I was gonna say, like, I, like for example, like I went to a Buffalo Wild Wings to watch uh, some UFC fights, and I guarantee, like, if there had been like a betting kiosk in that B Dubs, they would have made so much money <laughs> that night on on these UFC fights. Just also, for the imagine fights, when we all go there. And they would have had something. I bet Aaron would have done something. Oh, well, without a doubt. Mm. <laughs> well, what, what, I, when I was in high school and lived at home regularly during like <laughs> big hope. games, like during <laughs> during big games like the uh, NCAA championships for football and basketball. Uh, my dad would always go to B-dubs with a bunch of his friends, and I would sometimes come with, and they would do, like, squares, and we would always put a couple bucks on those or something like that. So, like, I would be worried about me. Uh-huh. Jack Hughes. Tangent, though. There's a B-dubs coming near my house, and I'm ecstatic. Congratulations. So I will, if there's going to be these kiosks there, I could definitely see it being like a B-dubs on a Friday night, right, Aaron? Yes. So, also a quick tangent off of that. 
Have we all been to Hops at this point? Yes, I went yes. twice yes, during we the have. soft opening, and they remembered me the second time. Okay, so started in my city, so. Do, do you want to give a soft review or or, or, or a, a review on Hops? Just a quick review. Sure. Yeah, I'd say nine out of ten. Best burger place on Franklin. Hot take. Yeah, oh. I, I love hops. Oh. I, I've had a couple different burgers now. I've had the French onion. I had another one, like, last year in Greensboro. But I don't remember. Um, I think my new favorite is the North Carolinian, though. Yeah, no, that's the one I get all the That's the, the one I regularly get. That's a classic yeah, burger. I got, what do you get? I got the North Carolinian the first time because I wanted to base my initial opinion off of, like, a standard breakfast burger. But then the second time, I got the hibachi burger. Which was really good, um, and their fries were excellent as well. Yeah, that's another thing. The fry, like a good burger place, has to have good fries, and yes. Hot has some real. It had a variety of fries. That's the only thing. Yeah, that's something yeah, that I think is really good about Hops is that there's enough burger and fry com. There's enough burger and fry combinations that you could go there frequently and not get bored. What'd you say? Maverick, how did, I'm interested to hear your opinion. Well, I mean, you're particular about what you eat. I know, and so like, like I tried to get, I tried to get a very bare bone burger, like a cheeseburger, for the first time around, just to taste the burger itself. I mean, to this point, Al's reigns supreme on Franklin, uh, but this is definitely closer, and that's a lot of points. So that means less walking. Uh, I mean, I really enjoyed the burger. Uh, I think the biggest nitpick I had is that. What, what David was getting at, like the fry is important as a compliment to the burger, and I didn't particularly like my garlic rosemary fries that I had with mine. Uh, it was kind of a hit and miss flavor that I didn't care for. I, I could very much just do regular fries with it, It'd probably be fine. But yeah, uh, uh, I give it like an eight point nine. Uh, that's fair. The uh, what was it Parmesan and truffle? Truffle, yeah. Yeah, truffle fries. Oh, those are dope. The first time I got the chili cheese fries, which were good, the homemade beer cheese was really good. And the second time I got the buffalo fries, and that buffalo sauce was popping. I didn't realize that pimento cheese was like a southern thing. I did not either. Oh, yeah. I know my family loves it. (laughs) I have a a close friend of mine whose dad makes pimento cheese and so. I did appreciate getting everybody's pickle and uh, pepperoncini. <laughs> Yo, I want to try those. Uh, I don't know if it's burgers. I don't. I know it's just a, a meal that they take half of the cheese wheel and then they melt it and then they I have scrape seen that. it on and they scrape oh. it onto your food and it looks fantastic. Oh, I've also the first that time look, that I went to Hops, um, I got fried cauliflower as an appetizer and that was fantastic. It's it was so really good. And the amount of uh, Parmesan on it was, like, perfect. And it was the perfect amount you of saltiness. Uh, yeah. You went with Austin, right? Yeah, the first time I went with Austin. Yeah, he when I went with Austin in Greensboro, we got the fried cauliflower, and it was really good. Yeah. Cool. All right, any more hops takes before we go to... <laughs> uh, NBA? Oh, also the speed that they went was pretty solid. Both times yeah, that I went, I got seated immediately, and the food came out within, like, 20 minutes. 
Also, the funny thing was the waiter thinking that David wanted alcohol at like noon. Oh, he well, he said, "I said, can I get a? Can I say, can I get a coke?" And he said, "You want a henny and coke?" I was like, "No, I do not want a henny and coke." <laughs> when I went with Austin, Austin got a beer, and the the waitress asked if I wanted one as well. They asked my little brother. Make you feel. They asked my little brother if he wanted one as well, and I was like, "He's like six. <laughs> <laughs> Made me feel very mature. Made me feel very mature. I look older than my older sister, and it's kind of funny. <laughs> is she in here watching? Is she is she watching live? No, no, no. Uh, I don't think so. No, she's making tater tots or something. For oh, all she's of making us. Making our tater tots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> making our tater yeah, tots. for all of us. All right, let's do playoff talk. It's getting. Uh, it's let's getting... do let's do Warriors Rockets first. Oh, good. Sure. We're saving the best so for last. Good. The less fun of these, which who would have thought that at the beginning of the season that the Warriors Rockets series would be the less and less entertaining of the of the two? Uh, I think the Warriors are still going to get a gentleman sweep. I think this is so for people that don't know, the Warriors are up two. Oh, uh, we know it's tied one one, right? It's tied one one. It's tied one one. So uh, Warriors won game one, Rockets won game two. I think this is just another one of those things where it's like, I mean, Warriors have home court now because they still won at the Edna in Houston. Uh, I just think I just think they're going to win in five. I I I want to believe that the Rockets will win in six, but I just like I can't bring myself to to, to believe that these Warriors are going to win or these Warriors are going to lose four times. Like they'll they'll this rope a dope. They'll they'll they might drop one or two, but they're not going to lose four. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I so there was a around the horn internship uh, earlier earlier in the year, like I think in February. Yep. That they wanted you to just like spout your hot takes like in an entertaining way. So one of their questions was buy or sell the Warriors as the favorites to win the West. And in February, I was like, it's going to be the Warriors. Don't trick yourself into thinking it's going to be the Rockets. And everyone was like, are you sure about that? And I was like, I'm very sure. So I'm just happy that my hot take is coming. <laughs> I mean, I I don't think it's I – re- I'm not ready to count the Rockets out yet, though. I think a big part of the next five games in the series are going to be how Steph performs. Because well, it all. But that's the thing; he hasn't been playing particularly. I mean, he's he's still Steph Curry, but he hasn't been playing particularly well. And there's still. I mean, game two, they lost. I don't think it's gonna matter much. <laughs> Here's the thing: the I heard I was listening to the Jenkins and Jones podcast, and they had um their friend Matt on, and he was like, "Here's how it's gonna happen." This is before the series. He said the Warriors are going to take game one, and then they're going to take game two off. And it's going to look like the Rockets have them on the ropes. And then they're just going to win the next three. And so far, that prediction is correct. (laughs) So far, that prediction is correct. I mean, Um, usually they're the only team that can actually challenge them in the West. Well, I think the the Rockets are the only team that can challenge them at all. Yeah, I would even go as far as to say that. Uh, I think whoever wins this series... Aaron, stop. Aaron, this is don't un- you this, dare. You, you, 
stop it over If you actually believe the Cavaliers, the Cleveland, the 2018 Cleveland Cavaliers can hang with the Warriors, or even the Rockets, you are sadly mistaken. Never count out the greatest player of all time. I'm not counting out LeBron. I'm counting out his bum-ass team. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't Bleacher Report say that this is the worst LeBron team ever? Ever? Yeah, but Jeff he Green also he is, he he pulled he pulled wow. Delhi and um and Mozzie to a two one lead against the Warriors, so anything can happen. Yeah, but they were better than this terrible team. Well, uh, was Bleacher Report saying at full strength that Cavs team? Because that Cavs team was good at full strength. At final strength, they were bad. I know, and they are better. That bad team is better than this terrible team. Um, I don't know about that, especially with how we looked last night. Well, well, let's talk about it then. Let's talk about the Celtics and Cavs. I mean, role players play better at home. Yeah, I mean, that's true. But LeBron also, also the Celtics LeBron are one and five on the road. LeBron playoff, was also so. amazing last night. He scored twenty-seven points on twelve shots. He had as many shots as he had assists, which is just incredible efficiency. It's crazy efficiency, but you're at, like, you're asking LeBron to carry George Hill. George Hill played well. He looked you're good. You're asking LeBron James to carry George Hill, a bum J.R. Smith who's not he does, like he looks like he's just wa- he's waiting so he can go home and drink some Hennessy. Like, he's, that's what he's doing. He, like, he that's what he looks like. He he on the court. He's going to hang out with our waiter from Hop so they can get his. So get some Henny. He doesn't, doesn't, doesn't want to waste it. Um, Wait, they're down 2-1 in the series. When's the time? Yeah, we're down 2-1 in the series, and I feel completely confident that we're going to win in six. This is what this is what uh, uh, Shannon Sharp feels like when he talks to Skip Bayless. <laughs> Now I know. I will. I will I mean, admit. I, I, am, I will admit that. For the record, I am still saying Cavs. I will admit but. that Clarkson is a bomb. I will admit that George Hill is a bomb. Or not George Hill. Sorry, Rodney Hood. George Hill is not a bomb. What about Jordan Jeff Clarkson and Rodney Hood are bombs? Who? Jeff Green. He's good. Jeff Green. I like him. Uh, Stop saying he's good. Don't you dare say that Jeff. He's Green. not playing that well at all. He's decent. He's a decent role that, player. That's a pretty big stretch. I mean, I'd rather have him than Jordan Clarkson than or who? Rodney Hood. Is he a role player? He seems like an energy guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that Wait, not a role that, that he plays? Rather, you say you'd rather have Jeff Green than Jordan Clarkson. You have both on the same team. That's my point. <laughs> They're both trash. <laughs> I'd rather have him than Aaron Baines. I feel like you could do with a good Aaron Baines over Tristan Thompson. I'd rather have him than Game 3 Jalen Brown. Okay, now you're just picking individual games from individual players. You are lying if you say you wouldn't take Jordan Brown over any of those people. Like, you're lying if you said that you wouldn't trade Jordan Brown for any of LeBron, LeBron, except maybe Kevin Love. Jalen Brown. Yeah, Jalen Brown. Look, you're like LeBron calling Jordan Clarkson, Jordan Crawford. That was, that was so funny. That was funny. Um, but when the Cavs' three ball is falling, they look really good. Exactly. Uh, if they, when it's not, they are terrible on defense. Yeah, but you just need to get hot at the right time. 
And if they can, the, the bats got to warm up. If they can catch fire for a week, then they could beat anybody. You're really making me want to root against LeBron, and I hate Bet. that. Bet. Do it. Like, I'm not going Do to it. because, like, I know better. Do it. So we're and still of the mindset that we're place. really not going to count out LeBron until it's the, the Celtics have won four. Exactly. Basically. Never count out LeBron until his team has lost four games. Because I know it's going to be July and going to be like, oh, I think LeBron could come back still. Cavs and six. All I know is uh, Colby's keeping everybody uh, accountable with the tweets about LeBron leaving Cleveland again thanks to Boston. So I'm sort of waiting to hit him with a how the turntables. Cavs and six. If he actually does lose. Cavs aren't, are Cavs aren't dropping a game at home. Are you gonna are you gonna talk about how how like looking back on this trade for Isaiah Thomas, how in like inadequate the Cavs front office is? Well, I mean, what else were we gonna get? Something better than Isaiah Thomas. Well, you're saying something better, hit. but what's the something better? You, you could you, that that was a no win trade for the Cavs though, because Kyrie was either going to go somewhere else or see yeah, exactly. But that's okay. You said the thing is you can't. You can't trade with the Celtics and not get anything back. You're, you need to trade for something with value. They whiffed on all of those young players that they have. They whiffed on all of their young players. I mean, we still got the eighth pick in the draft. Oh, my God, Aaron. <laughs> you had a, They have so many talented young players, and you whiffed on all of them. You had to trade for Midget Boy and then traded him to the Lakers. Remember, um, who was it? Anthony Bennett? Yes. I don't know. <laughs> Former first overall pick. Kwame Brown. Well, that was not this oh, current Kwame. front office regime or the last front office regime. That was Chris Grant. That was like two I regimes s- ago. I just don't understand how you don't get either Jalen Brown. Is it really a regime? Is that what yes. it is? Yes. <laughs> how do you not get either Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, or like. I don't know, even like Marcus Smart or something. How do you not get anybody? I mean, if they say they're untouchable, what are you going to do? Am I the trade only him. one who hates Marcus Smart? You're not the only one. But then I you trade Marcus him to another Smart. team. Well, but there were you no better offers team. on the table. That, then they didn't try hard enough, man. <laughs> you, could get a way, you could get a better offer for Kyrie Irving. There's no way you can't get a better offer for Kyrie Irving. Put that trade... In uh, 2K, in that logic, they would not have let you pull that trade off. No. Anyway, oh god, it's time for the baseball corner. Damn it! <laughs> you said that, but it's but not just keep holding it out though corner. for that. I'm, that I'm doing. Pick. I'm do- I mean, we got where <laughs> we were expected to go. Y'all lost what two spots? We're still getting a better pick than you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. When's the last time you were in the playoffs? Two I years ago. Until I get a job, so I know who I'm going to be rooting for. Yeah. <laughs> How many teams does your city have? How many championships? One more recently than your city. But I have one too, and beat your best player. <laughs> in his <laughs> prime. <laughs> his prime has lasted Ooh. for fifteen Let's continue. years. We've had we're, we're getting spicy in here. Let's answer this question from Brandon. Okay, so Brandon asks me, 
who I would pick up on my fantasy team. And disclaimer, my fantasy team is terrible. Um, Adam Scheinhaus can verify. He's also in my league, and his team sucks, too. I beat his team a couple weeks ago. Um, but, anyways, who I would pick up for my fantasy team? Brandon Crawford. He is... He was 3-for-5 yesterday, and he's now hitting 300 on the season. He's been trending upward the past couple weeks. He's been solid. If he's still available, by God, pick up Michael Brantley. He has been red hot. He's hitting 333 on the season, and he's hitting about 400 with runners in scoring position. So he's racking up a lot of ribbies. He's been really solid for the Tribe. If you're in a new Dynasty League, or if you're in a Keeper League, or if you just want to take a big risk, I would consider picking up Vlad Guerrero Jr. He's the best prospect in all of baseball by a country mile. He's hitting over 400 in Double A, and he. What the hell do you know about country miles? It's an expression, Colby. Country miles, take me home. I haven't heard that song before. Anyways, he is. He is hitting over 400 in Double A. He is, he has an OPS of over 1.1, which is not human. And I would expect him to get called up around July, so he could be a decent second half player, or he's just a long term prospect. But he is going to be really really good. He was hitting home runs off of a tee last week, which is unbelievable. Um, and pitchers, oh wait, no, sorry, one more, Jesus Aguilar has also been really solid, he's finally getting consistent playing time, I believe he's on the Brewers, and they're finally consistently playing him, and he's hitting over 300, and his, he's slugging around 580, which is really good, that means he's hitting a lot of doubles, a lot of triples, a lot of home runs, so he's, if they have guys on base, then he's going to be getting a lot of ribbies, so he's a good hitter to look at picking up. Uh, starting pitchers were the primary thing that Brandon asked me about, but I don't have any specific people at one time. It's just like, look at matchups. If, you've got, if, there's, if you're in a daily league, pick someone up every single day and it's playing a crappy team. If you're in a weekly league, same sort of thing, but make sure that you pick someone who has two scheduled starts for the week. Because that's just all just about getting appearances. I'm trying to figure out how this Dominican dude is named Vladimir. I'm trying to figure out how that happened. He's named after his father. Who's also Dominican. Yeah. Yeah, what? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> He's Vladimir. A Dominican named Vlad? Like, yes. One sec, I'm pulling up his Wikipedia page. It doesn't give you much information on the etymology of his name. He's, he's just a Vladimir. I was going to try to make some sort of a Vlad the Impaler joke, but he doesn't really impale baseballs. He kind of crushes them and sends them. He doesn't wear batting gloves. His dad didn't, which is very much like a Vlad but Interesting. Interesting. So, this next segment, I'm going to steal... From a content creator, Dadlock, like, named Mod Garrett. She's great. Check her out, Mod Garrett's Geek Bomb. Really cool. Anyway, it's called Powered, which is an acronym, PWR, which stands for what you are playing right now, like video games, what you're watching, and what you're reading. 
So, I can go first. Go just for an update it. of what I'm doing. Uh, I recently started a new player on my career on 2K. He's a center. It's really fun. Like, really, really fun. I should have started with a center. Uh, I'm also playing Assassin's Creed Origins. Yeah. Uh, working through that slowly. Um, but I'm taking my time with it. I'm not trying to power through it or anything. It's a good time. I like it. Um, I'm watching Westworld currently. Not at the moment. It comes on in an hour. But I'm watching Westworld. Um, also, just finished watching Lost in Space, which is an interesting interesting TV show. I might mention it in my movie corner. Which is a... Um, so is it... So that's that's like a... Re, it's a reboot of the old Lost in Space, like from the... What is it? 70s? 60s. 60s. Wow. Okay. Yeah, which is a reimagining of the Swiss Family Robinson. Danger Will Robinson. Yes. Danger Will Robinson. That's the name of the last episode. <laughs> really? Oh, that's um, cool. Which is a... I didn't love it. Like, it was fine. I liked it. Um, my sister liked it a lot more than I did, but you know, if you like family adventures, it's cool. And reading, I am currently, I have six hours left in my Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix audiobooks. Oh. Get into it. Get into the end. So you have so, Audible? Yes, I do have Audible. Kiga, sponsored by Audible? Because I, I feel like every single YouTube page is sponsored by Audible. Every single. I, mean, I love a spot, uh, an Audible sponsorship. I feel like every single podcast I listen to is sponsored by Audible as well. Like, how do they sponsor Except everyone us. but us? Yeah, come on, Audible. Notice us. Notice me, Senpai. Notice me, Senpai. No, um, All right, who I, wants to go next? I can go next. Uh, I am currently in the process of playing through uh, God of War 4, um, which is way better than I could have expected, because I would never played any of the previous God of War games, but I read online that um, you, ha- you didn't need to play uh, any of the previous ones to really... Uh, get into this one um, other than some like easter eggs and maybe some referential stuff that you could supplement all like with videos or reading up on it on stuff online and um, it's just a phenomenal game just like a open world really just it immerses you into the like Norse mythology which is I'm just a, a huge nerd for like Greek Norse uh, mythology, Roman mythology so uh, it, it's it's right up my alley I like how he just talks crap to his son the entire game. Boy. <laughs> it's my favorite part. Um, so, yeah. Uh, let's see. What is it? Playing. Watching. watching. I just recently caught up on Game of Thrones. I am finally, finally caught up. I am finally yes. caught up. And now, now I must wait like the rest of us tortured souls. Um, and it's funny because like, I went... All this time without getting really anything spoiled, other than a couple of things that were just unavoidable. But, like, watching some of these episodes, I was legitimately on the edge of my seat. I was like, I love this show so much. Uh, Apparently you love Cersei even more. Listen, Cersei is bad, man. She's amazing. (laughs) Those are Not even in a way. I don't even like her character. I'm just like, man, that's a powerful woman right there, bro. <laughs> yeah, she's evil. <laughs> I didn't say she wasn't. Wow. Listen, and uh, reading, I'm currently trying to uh, emphasis on trying to go back and read the Divine Comedy, just uh, for just because I have the time, and I also and I also enjoyed it. 
so I am rereading. Aaron, would you like, Aaron, to, go? Would you like to go? Sure. Sure. Oh, good last. I'm still thinking. <laughs> um, playing right now, I'm playing two things. I'm playing MLB The Show 18. Fantastic game for any... If you're a baseball fan, play that game. Well, you have to have PlayStation for it, but... If you're a baseball fan and you play PlayStation, play that game, please. It is so much fun. I'm doing a two-team franchise or dynasty with my brother. I'm doing a dynasty by myself, and I'm doing a road to the show, which is a my player. And it is just so much fun. I can sink so many hours into that game without even trying. I'm also playing Starbound on my computer. If you are a PC gamer... Or if you like Minecraft or Terraria, Terraria, I don't know how you say it, I've never played it. Terraria. Terraria. Um, this game is really good. It's similar to both, but more story-driven, and it's space-themed. Uh, so it is a ton of fun. Also, my headphones are about to die, so I gotta change some stuff real quick. But, um, very, very... What was the name of the... What was the name of it again? Starbound. It's on Starbound. it's on PC and Mac. It's not on any console yet, but they are developing it. But I highly, highly, highly recommend it. I've I got it in the fall semester and I played like forty hours in the first two months that I had it. Then I didn't play it for a while because school got hard. But I started it again when I had some. I started it again when I got home and I've played like twenty hours since I've been home, and it's super, super frustrating sometimes. But it's so much fun. I highly recommend it. Um, and also, I want someone to play online with. So, yeah. I need someone to play with me. Um, I haven't started watching. But watching, I uh, I just finished watching Riverdale. Uh, season 2. Great show. Oh, that should be on Netflix. Yeah, probably. Um, I'm, We've been having our live texting sessions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought that the finale was a little disappointing because of how... But that's also because the penultimate episode was the best episode of the whole show. Like, it was incredible. Um, and they, But they also did a lot of good setup for season three, so I'm not completely disappointed. I'm also watching for the fourth time The Office. Never gets old. And I'm also watching 3% on Netflix. It's kind of similar to Hunger Games in that it's a dystopian future and there's like something that selects the elite out of the population and they just put up season two. It's a Brazilian show so if you're okay with the words not matching the mouths then I highly recommend it. Very very interesting show. And reading? I heard it's just like the hundred. If you've I have not that. but I have heard that it's similar. Um, and reading? I'm not actively reading anything at the moment uh, but I started last month and then school got and then life got very time consuming I started the second sequel series in Percy Jackson have you read it before the second sequel series no I read the first I read the original and I read the heroes of Olympus but this newer one oh, I haven't I forgot there's a new yeah and it's decently interesting so far but I'm only like two chapters in so Rick Reardon, I love his writing style, and I love how he introduces mythology in easy-to-digest ways. So I'm excited to read more of it. And now I need to take out my headphones, so I'll be gone for a second. All right. What are we going to do?
For me, playing, uh, just today I invested in a new series that has been fairly popular that I've been hearing about. I got Far Cry 5, uh, I've been playing it this afternoon. I really enjoyed it a lot. Like, uh, it's one of those things, like it's a nice quest game, but it's also like a shooter as well, which I really like. And it's going to be a thing where I can, like it, the, it said like the average gameplay, if you do everything straight through it could be 20 to 30 hours worth of gameplay which I think I like, like more like these open world situations like Assassin's Creed, GTA things like that uh, it's basically about this cult that's taken over a county in Montana and yeah they, a lot of divine influence in all their doings and you gotta go make some justice in the backwoods of Montana it's pretty cool uh-huh. Uh, watching, watch Riverdale. Uh, I'm on. I'm on my third run through of The Office right now. Woo! Uh, in season eight. Uh, this Thursday, I will be watching uh, Solo, a Star Wars story. I got my early tickets. You will hear from me about that on social media. Uh, and then reading, I've been reading job postings, trying to find a job that isn't at <laughs> for two or three years of experience, despite being an entry-level job. Huh. Can y'all hear me again? Uh, can y'all hear me again? Yes, yeah. I'm back. Did you miss me? I feel that. I feel that, man. Mm-hmm. Yes, you did you miss me? Thank experience you. Experience to get jobs, but to get jobs, you need oh, experience. Oh, gosh. I'm, I'm all over the place. I'm dropping things. Mm. He thinks we're listening to him. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, saying nothing is better than saying that. Um, David, let's talk Kingdom Hearts 3. Ooh, I was just about to say that. So, have you seen the recent uh, leaks slash uh, new uh, photos and stuff that the official Kingdom Hearts uh, Facebook page has released? So I haven't. I saw that they, they recently let... Um, let some people into the into the beta like, testing. Well, yes. beta some like early screener versions of the game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And uh, some stuff leaked out. Um, Wreck It Ralph was confirmed. Finally. But I think he's. That's going to be a summon, not a world. I heard it's a world though, unless the summon also shows the arcade, like the like the uh, the whole uh, arcade machine. Um, it looks like a world, but I could also be wrong. But uh, either way, I'm excited to have him in here. Um, they showed more footage of the aerial summon, which sounds really weird when saying it out loud. Um, <laughs> and um, what else? There was some more. There was more stuff from the uh, whole Toy Story thing going on, which I I feel like they've shown ad nauseum. And I'm, I'm, I just I feel like D20. Like I feel like we've been saying this like every year since 2007, but. This D23, this is when we're going to get the, the release The release date? Yeah, I feel like we're going to get like a September-October release date right in time for Christmas. I think it's, I think it's coming. Is it going to come before that. Half-Life 3? I'm ready for it. Before Half-Life 3. <laughs> Half-Life, well, Who knows? Half-Life 3 is not going to happen. Which is unfortunate. This could potentially be a good year for all these games. Kingdom Hearts 3, Red Dead 2 is coming out in October. That's probably biggest one on my radar coming forward when is the last of us two coming out they don't have a release date yet but they have that trailer out which is phenomenal or they actually have two trailers out 
Uh, anything else with Kingdom Hearts? Uh, I'm right. Apparently, there's. Oh, they showed a video. There's a. You can move uh, vertically along most surfaces, which is pretty exciting. Interesting. So it kind of reshapes the whole. Uh, like freedom of movement thing. I hope they go back to the old lock-on system that they had in Kingdom Hearts One. Yep. I preferred it to the, or at least be able to like toggle between them. I saw a trailer that looked like it had shot lock commands from Birth by Sleep in them. Hmm. So I don't know if you played that one, but it, those are going to be cool. So. Did I play Birth by? I didn't finish Birth by Sleep. I it's, started, but I didn't finish it. I watched a thirty-minute breakdown of the story of Kingdom Hearts to make sure I had everything. I'm surprised it was only thirty minutes. I know, right? There's <laughs> another one that's an hour long. That I'm going to watch. Yeah, later. it must have been very concise. <laughs> oh yeah, they skipped over. It. They were like, uh, "So this game basically went." <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, that's all I got on it. I'm excited. Cool. Deadpool two. Movie Corner. Movie Corner. Yeah, I saw Deadpool 2. Um, and it was fun. It was a really good time. Uh, starring Ryan Reynolds and Josh Brolin, who was also Thanos. He's having a big month. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, TJ Miller and Daisy Betts from Atlanta. Uh, Vanessa from Atlanta, who plays a really cool part in this story. Um... It was a really fun movie. It was a lot of the same of what we got in the in the first movie. You know when you're going to see Deadpool, you you know what you're going to get. You're going to get the fourth wall breaking, a bunch of pop culture references, a lot of cursing, um, a lot of violence. But it didn't seem old. I would say that this has more action, I think, than the first one. Um, not as many jokes as the first one, but still like chock full of jokes. Like I was laughing the entire time. Um, so it la- you would say you would say that most of the comedy lands then. Yeah, for okay. sure. Cool, for sure. Like you know when when you have a comedy movie like this, there are, there are going to be jokes that don't land. But you know, I was laughing. Um, I still don't understand why Deadpool is the only comic book movie with a convincing romance. Um, I almost said I uh Tony Stark Pepper Potts, but it, that's a. Well, Pepper also disappeared for 17 movies, so... That's a good point. But yeah, I guess that's another good one. But still, with the with the amount of comic book movies that we're getting, to only be able to name those two... Wait, you mean Thor and that one lady played by Natalie Portman aren't... Aren't... <laughs> you mean Thor and Padme isn't the, yeah, isn't the, <laughs> isn't the romance we've all been thinking isn't of? Isn't a great ram- a romance? But yeah, this is... Like, both movies have, like, pulled at my heartstrings, um, as far as that relationship goes. Um, but yeah, there is, Terry Crews is in this movie, which is really fun. (laughs) Um, there's a Brad Pitt cameo that's really fun. Oh, for real? (laughs) Uh, I won't say where it is, but it's really fun. Did Um, Did they get a Stan Lee cameo in here? I think so. I don't know where he was, though. I did I don't remember seeing him there. Um, also, we get a little um, Professor X Quicksilver Nightcrawler Storm cameo in there. Oh, God. For like literally half a second. Um, oh. 
Stanley was unable to make a cameo appearance in the film. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, but there that's right, there was a there's like a little statue of him in there. Oh, okay, so they kind of got the Stanley reference in there. But it's good. It's fun. I d- there are so many jokes I just wanted to tell you all about, but I won't. I'll, I'll stay away. Um, oh, also, Bill Skarsgård's in the movie, um, the clown from yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's in there, too. Um, Interesting. Are there, any, movie. are there any uh, obvious references to it while he's in there? I'm trying to think. There is a reference to Thanos, which is funny. Oh, that's um, funny. Not that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, it's a great family movie. It's great. <laughs> a great family movie. <laughs> family. It's a good time. All right, should we bust into these Twitter questions? Yeah. Let's get it. Let's get it. Uh, first from my girlfriend asking for a good date. Ideas. She giving you signals? <laughs> Are you? Tr- yeah, I was about to say she's trying to tell you something, Kobe. You said that she's trying to speak. She can take her man, so Red Lobster. Where should that? Like, are we talking <laughs> establishments or just general ideas? Just general ideas. I don't know. Don't really got much experience in that department. Oh wait, we waiting for uh, somebody to answer? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll tell you the the best the best date that I went on was the um, Natural Science Museum in Greensboro, which also has like a little well, that zoo sounds fun, too. like a legit zoo, like with tigers and as opposed to an illegitimate zoo. No, there are some like quote unquote zoos that have like two animals. Like it's a it's a nice little nice little habit. It's a nice little menagerie. You almost said it was a haberdashery. Yeah, I almost <laughs> said it was a haberdashery. It's not a haberdashery at all. Bruh, uh, the, ha- the Ashboro Zoo. Did you say that already? I'm oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. I didn't, but that's also a great date spot. Ashboro Zoo was a good date spot. Um, let's see. Let's try this. Are we thinking specifically, like, in y'all's area or like just in general because like dc in is a general like dc is fantastic to go to go on like an evening date to anything, dc especially date to i mean hey i mean if you got the time yeah, and the money i think museums in general are good yeah i think using like or like incorporating some sort of an activity into it like as a way of to get to know the other person would be really cool like I know, like I've heard people have done like scavenger hunts where like they'll walk around somewhere that they both know about, like either a park or something, and like find different things. Or along those lines, something that could go just do sort of an activity that gets along those lines. Something that could go very well or very poorly is an escape room. <laughs> oh, oh, I feel like stressful. I feel like yeah, I feel like I choke under the pressure uh, of needing to. Uh, like get that's out why of I'm saying it could go very well or very poorly. <laughs> that sounds like a fight about to happen. Yeah. I'm trying to think. 
I don't know. I'm boring. Like going to coffee shops, going to um, going to the movies. Trying to think. Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> Applebee's two for twenty. Applebee's I refuse to go to Applebee's. Two for twenty is a date. I refuse to go to Applebee's before ten p.m. because after ten their apps are half off, and everything's microwaved. So I'm not going to dinner there. Is TJ Conversely, Chili's? Hi, welcome to Chili's. Do, does TGI Friday still do the endless apps? I, I don't. I don't remember the last time I've been to Fridays. Fridays take him to, to a B-dubs. Wait, I don't, I don't go to Carolina anymore, yikes. Oh, yikes. <laughs> take him to B-dubs and go to the bedding kiosks that are going to be there in a couple months. But if it's like B-dubs <laughs> on a Friday night, then it might take you a while to get your food. Bet on how long the relationship's going to last on that day. <laughs> oh, shoot, my phone's at 1%. Yikes, yikes. Oh, you better go charge that. Hold on. Keep talking. Carlo, just take your man somewhere, boy. Don't be happy with anything. He's very low maintenance. Which one of us is the highest maintenance? Which one of us is the highest maintenance? Probably I am you, low boy. maintenance, thank you very much. I am low maintenance. <laughs> How am I high maintenance? How am I high maintenance? the type. I don't know. The only one I can see other... You know, I mean, I'm pretty low maintenance. You can ask Lauren, but... I feel like I'm low maintenance. I'll sit in my sweatpants and watch some movies all day or something. That's about me. That's about me. I was about to say, so Aaron, Aaron what you got? What's your defense? I, I, I just don't see how I am high maintenance. I just don't see how I am high maintenance. Well, you're not saying I what mean, you aren't. Under, those, under that logic, I've left my house like five times since I've been home. And I'm kind of going crazy. <laughs> We're not saying... We're not saying why you're lazy. We're well, saying why you're. You're lazy. equating those two when you're saying you can just sit in your sweatpants and do nothing. But I'm saying with with my. Fair. I mean, like I don't. Know. I don't. I just. I just am. <laughs> and with that, ladies and gentlemen, Aaron P. Freeman. <laughs> I just am. I think, therefore, I am. I'm in war. I think, therefore, I am. <laughs> Take heart, P. Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> Liddy, all right. Next all right, question. Let's go. Y'all keep going. I'm gonna let, I'm gonna listen and chime in when I can, but I'm gonna let my phone charge. For okay. A so from uh, Pez next. at Rachel Pedigo, how do you feel about Fortnite? Hey, little David still hasn't played with me yet. I am anti Fortnite. You're anti Fortnite. Why? You it just seems stupid. But why? It's just like Good I'm anti PUBG too. It seems dumb. Like the concept? Like when I've I've seen people play it before, and I just have no desire to play. I just know I'd probably be really bad at it. I've never been good at those kind of battle royale types. Well, it's tough. I mean, it's not easy, and like yeah. you know. Well, I definitely have to squat. I was gonna say, don't you need a squat to do it? You can do well, it yeah, doesn't it suck doing it singles? Well, if you suck, it's going to suck. Also, I feel like I would just get frustrated. And I play video games to get it's enjoyment. Actually, yeah. I don't play video games to get frustrated. Well, I, I actually have... I don't like playing by myself. Uh, like, I don't do that for fun. 
but when I squat up with other people, like that's when I, you know, I do that and I enjoy it because there's not really any pressure to do anything other than just enjoy yourselves and play with some friends. Yeah. I mean, from a business perspective, though, like it has really launched a lot of Twitch streams and gaming channels. Like for people, it's given like a lot of content for creators to make and like put on YouTube. So it's like you have Ninja, you have Stone Mountain 64, uh, you have a lot of these guys that, and gamers in general that can make these channels and get views and like it really helps out with their channels and stuff. So, if, if, hey, it, it's really popular. So I guess a lot of people are just riding away for now. I prefer to play games like Call of Duty with someone else, but Call of Duty specifically, I can play by myself and be fine. It's, I don't know, because I was off of, I wasn't on the Fortnite hype trade until like last week. And because I was watching it from afar and I was like, oh, this is going to die out in like two months. But just the way that they, the way that they market uh, their product and the way that they make, I mean, they do microtransactions correctly, in my opinion, because they don't make it required to be good at the game. Like, everything that you can buy is actually, like, 100% strictly cosmetic. So, uh, like, everything that you could potentially spend money on is all, doesn't affect anything in-game from a performance standpoint. You could be, you could be playing for the first time and win if you, you know, you're decent. So, like, from that perspective, I really get it. Um, I also really enjoy how, I, I thought I was going to hate it, but I actually kind of enjoy how the, the map stays the same. Like the, it doesn't change it's the same giant area, um, and with the uh, the storm moving into different places and uh, the loot being randomly generated, so it forces um, it makes people it to not camp and they have to yeah you have to keep to, moving and you have to be able to adapt to the different areas because yep. they're all very different. And it, you know you can play one time and find you know good stuff in one area, but play another time and there could be absolutely nothing there for you. So it, it makes it it makes it very I don't want to say it makes the 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 play style variable because you have to work with what you get rather than oh I know this is I know this is how I'm gonna play you have to you have to be able to adapt which is fun especially when you're with other people so I understand why it has the hype behind it I'm down hey bro I mean, like catch if, these dubs. if y'all want to squat up that badly I will try and play. I'm just saying that I'm not going to be overjoyed about it. I would rather squat up in Starbound or in 2K. I mean, I'm not going to I'm not going to for I'm not going to well, no, if, if y'all are doing like, it, I'll I'm do like, it. I'm just not I'm just not going to be like <laughs> I want to play Fortnite. That's No, 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 don't leave me out. They'll just have to wait before they can make PS4 and Xbox One cross compatible. So, you know, I was just saying that that's why I understand why. I understand the skepticism and why people enjoy it because I've seen, I've yeah. been on, on both Also, sides I think it's probably partially it. because I'm just not into straight up intense games. Like, I like, I like, I yeah, like it gets playing the, video games to chill. Like, when you get down to that lap, like, when you're in the last, like, 15 people, it gets, uh, it gets a little dicey. Like, obviously, any game you play can get intense, but, like, I like that I can just, like, kind of mindlessly play Starbound or mindlessly play 2K or the show. And, like, I can just check out while I'm playing. 
and relax from a stressful day. But I feel like the way that it's been explained to me, Fortnite seems like it would add stress. <laughs> yeah, when uh, I, you know, I was playing with Garrett uh, a couple nights ago, and we were it was us and um, this one other duo, and it was probably like the most like it was probably the fastest my heart had beaten since I graduated because like I have I've just been a you know a shell of my former self since <laughs> I graduated because I've just been a bum. <laughs> I, I've just been on my couch, and so uh, I was like, "Ooh, that got my blood pumping." So it, it's stressful. But it's also fun. All right. What's our next question? Our next question is from Andy underscore Rindle. Uh Do you think Joel Berry will be drafted? How do you think Theo will fare in the NBA? Uh, Joel is not going to get so drafted. I, I don't think so. I was going to say, yeah, Joel's, Joel, unless some team uh, decides to take a chance on him, I don't see him going in the second round. Uh, he would only go. He wouldn't go in the first round. So he would be going in the second round. I could see him getting picked up in free agency off of waivers. He should uh, make the G League. He should make the G. League. He sh- he will definitely make the G League. Um. And you know maybe he gets called up and, and gets a shot with a uh, with an NBA team. But I don't see him getting drafted. I'm happy I'm, that yeah, Theo just got the combine invite though of the two. I mean, Theo definitely has been doing pretty well. He's been doing pretty well at the combine. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I think Theo. I would be surprised if the team didn't take a flyer on Theo in the second round. Because at worst, he's an energy guy. He could be, at worst, a decent defender. He's a good passer. If he figures out his jump shot and he's in the right system, though, he could be really good. Draymond Light. I mean, he's basically a point guard. He could be a point. He's a ba- he can handle the bar, <laughs> the bar, the ball. I mean, they're they're running him at the point in all the um, all the combine games. So, I mean, he can, very, it's all it's never been a secret that Roy has considered him the best playmaker on the team. So, he, if and I'm sure he would be able to play that position if asked. Oh, of course. No, I very much see somebody taking a chance on Theo, and I'm and I'm I'm happy for him because I, I mean I think both of them too deserve something, but I, I think just looking at the intangible some of the intangible things I think Theo just has a bigger ceiling at this point. Uh, going into the draft, the only thing that's making me upset is that there are a lot of mock drafts having us take Grayson with the thirty third <laughs> pick. Please don't. Y'all have y'all will. I will let y'all laugh at me if my team drafts I'll get you, Grayson Allen. I'm going to be a, I'm going to be an emotional wreck if we draft Grayson Allen. because then you really you got to you because when he graduated no, from Duke, you're like he's we, done. With we literally have the triangle, like we have oh, yeah, Seth Curry, Harrison Barnes, and Dennis Smith. Yep. And Grayson Allen. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I hope we take Theo. I think Theo could work in our pick and roll system. I don't even know who the Charlotte Hornets are supposed to be projected to draft. They're probably going to draft some freaking. They got eleventh, right? right? Some stretch this four. Says, uh, mockdraft.net says uh, Kevin Knox. Okay. I don't hate it, but I feel like he kind of ends up being like Malik Monk. 
we need a shooting guard or small forward deck can shoot and is not my <laughs> go Chris. I mean, but Mike MKG can defend. Kevin Knox cannot. That boy is a stick. Dallas yeah. is taking a stick. Yeah. At number five, no matter who we, we're either going to get Michael Porter Jr. or Mo Bamba. Both of them need to put on weight. Well, well, both of those are different because, like, they're you know, Mo Bamba is what seven one, seven two, and Michael Porter Jr. Set, uh, six ten. Yeah. So it's like you know. I I, I want us to take Mo Bamba at five. Yeah, I'm not quite sold. I on really Michael want Porter. the Cavs to get Michael Porter. I really want. I want. I I could see y'all taking Colin Sexton. I'd be fine with him. I do not want Trey Young at all. Although I guess I then we could have two Oklahoma guys in Cleveland. Because we could Just, have our while savior Tristan's and there, Baker. I think they would go for a guard. Because well, is, is George Hill is a liability on uh, under contract? Tr- yeah, George Hill's under contract. Well, he for may be, but I'm saying like he's still under contract. For yeah, that. but he's not. You, I would say, but that doesn't mean that you can't draft someone. Tristan should not be in the long term plan. He's a great rebounder, but he is not worth the contract that he has right now. Um, I wanna. I'd be fine with Colin Sexton, but optimally I would want Tristan, not Tristan, Michael Porter Jr. or Wendell Carter. I'll take the kid with the 7-9 wingspan. That's all we need. <laughs> um, last question? Yes. I'm looking, hold on. At Michael Kill, oh, 1995. Uh, As a kid, your favorite way to kill a long, boring <laughs> summer day. Favorite way to kill a long, boring summer day? I can walk through, like, what my summer days used to look like. I mean, my favorite was because I, I had a basketball hoop outside in the backyard, so I would just literally go shoot basketball, shoot the basketball for two hours, two hours, three hours, get a popsicle from inside, relax for, like, an hour. <laughs> like, one of, the, one of those popsicles uh, that... Uh, you can never tear open. Oh, like yeah, the freezy yeah. pops. Yeah, yeah, the freezy pop ones. And then uh, go back outside, see if anybody wants to play. Hoop up. My, what my summer days used to look like were, I would go to basketball camp in the morning, at Greensboro College, in an unair conditioned gym. Um, it was great. Not really. It was really hot. Um, but it was fun. We were kids. We didn't know any better. And then from there, we'd go over to my friend's house, and we would play Midnight Club 3 for, like, four hours until my parents got home. Oh, Midnight Club. That's a deep cut. I remember. That's been so long since I played that. But that goes to mine. If, if it's the right game, I could play for hours, and I could be distracted for hours in the summer playing video games. Uh, but I also had a basketball court outside. I would boop up whenever we I... We played did. wiffle ball in my neighborhood. We played wiffle ball in the neighborhood. Um, yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, like, you guys already said, like, standard summer things. I was just adding. I'm trying to think about Maybe. it. Do y'all ever play... I mean, like, we play kickball in the cul-de-sac all the time as children. We played wiffle ball so, and football in my front fun. yard. Obviously played video games, played basketball. Obviously played video games, played basketball. 
Oh, See, what? I didn't. I didn't go to my neighborhood elementary school, so none of my friends were like around me. I know we'd go play a uh, Super Smash Bros. Melee on the GameCube <laughs> at my neighbor's house. That was a great game. Good times. Such a simpler time. Halo, Halo 3 was a big one for mine. Ooh, that was so good. Ooh, that and the was custom so good. maps, like Ring of Fire. The custom matches. Oh my gosh. What the heck did I do when I was a teenager in the summer, like in high school? I have no recollection of what I did. I guess I just played Call of Duty the whole time. Probably. Huh. 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 I remember the day I got... I remember the very mo the The first time I ever booted up Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. So, that was... But that was in the winter. That was in... Uh, that was near Christmas. My parents didn't want me playing that dangerous game. That I didn't get to play Call of Duty until Black, Black Ops 1. Growing up, my parents game. didn't want me playing Call of Growing Duty. Up, and I don't have any desire to play it now. You're so edgy, Aaron. <laughs> cool. Alright, anything besides us graduating notable happened last week? Nah, I've had a week to be a bum, and now I gotta... My brother can never be a guest on the podcast, because he got called up to varsity. Why is that? He got called up cool. to varsity. He got called up to varsity. Oh. Ooh, Baseball. What sport? He got, they they usually call up a couple JV guys for the playoffs, so he is on bullpen guarding and high-five duty. <laughs> Good for him. Good for him. But they won districts last week, and he got a medal, so he's happy. Hey. But anything else? Not for me. Hopefully next time we record, I have a job. Yeah, hopefully. I'm there with I'm you. There with you. Same. Can't relate. Woo. Can't right. relate. Time to hit this outro. Yeah, let's do it. All right, so if you want to find us, you can do that at tinyurl.com slash never made varsity. Ugh, screwed up the first one. Getting rusty on me. I know. It's, you t- take a week off and that's what happens. They played that sound effect at the Cavs game All right, last night. So, they played that sound effect at the Cavs game last night. I heard it was pretty funny. For anyone uh, that cares, Golden State's up 11. That. Wait, what? Golden State is up 11 for anyone that cares. I kind of care. Uh, leave us a five-star rating and a review on iTunes. Anything you liked or didn't like, be sure to let us know via our Twitter at NeverMadePod. Thank you, Jake, for the theme music, and we will see you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.